National Day of Prayer. Welcome to our online listeners. Good afternoon, and what a joy it is to welcome you on such a beautiful day to a wonderful event. There's so many people to thank. I want to thank the Bremen Fire Department for displaying the great American flag here on our ladder truck. For all of these pastors who have come to lead us in prayer, I will tell you that one of the greatest challenges so far has been to get these preachers to not shake hands. So we're going to have to constantly remind each other, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not touching you. And it is a great day and we're so grateful. I wanted to welcome you, but I also want to get you to take a moment with me to remember Reverend Garvin Sellers. I do not remember a time in Bremen when Pastor Sellers was not here. And earlier this week, uh, Pastor Garvin went home to be with the Lord. He was 91. And he has been such a great pastor to our community for all of these years. And I do not remember a day of prayer, a national day of prayer, or any community event that included prayer that Pastor Garvin was not there up until the last couple of years when his health did not permit it. But we're so grateful for his life, and I want you to remember him with me and to uh, pray for his family, his wife Mary. They had been married 69 years, and this is a, a special time in the lives of their family. And even though we know where he is, we are so grateful that God blessed our community by bringing him here. This time is a time for prayer, and I want to introduce to you my good friend, Dr. Marcus Merritt. Marcus um, works in Atlanta, but he is a state missionary. And I asked him if he would come and kind of host and um, coordinate this meeting today. He will be introducing the other pastors to you, but we're so grateful for this and so grateful that you have come. And I pray God's blessing on you today and every day in our community. God bless you. Dr. Merritt. Thank you so much, Mayor Sewell, and thank you for organizing today's National Day of Prayer Observance. We're grateful for all that you do in the way that you serve us. Today we have Pastor Drew Bailey, who is the family pastor at the Chapel Hill Church at Milltown, who will be praying for our government. And we have Pastor John Butler of the Covenant Life Church, who will be praying for our United States military. Then we have Pastor Mark Stroud uh, of the Kingdom Rock Church, who will be praying for media and the arts. Then we have Pastor Felix Moten of the Word of Truth Church, who will be praying for our businesses. Then we have Dwayne McManus, pastor of the Poseyville United Methodist Church, who will be praying for our education and educators. And then my pastor, Pastor Herman Parker of the First Baptist Church of Bremen, Georgia, will be praying for the local churches. And I'll close this out in praying for our families and for our community. Pastor Drew Bailey, would you come around at this time and pray for our government? Well, good morning. It's an honor to be with you today. and. Uh, like, like you were told, my name is Drew. I'm the family pastor here at Chapel Hill Church in Bremen. And uh, as we've all gathered to pray, first and foremost, we want to pray for our government at every level, local, state, national level. Um, but I want to share with you a scripture in 1 Timothy chapter 2, 1 and 2, and it says this. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. 
You know, we're, we're, we're told to pray for our government, so that's exactly what we're going to do. So if you would join me. Lord, we love you so much, and we're so grateful to be here today. Lord, focusing on prayer, focusing on the needs of our nation in this difficult time. So we lift up every level of government at our local state, Lord God, and in our national levels. We ask for wisdom to be imparted to our leaders. We ask for discernment to be given to them as they face decisions uh, now and in the upcoming months. We just ask for your guidance to be upon them. We ask for you to surround them with people, for with men and women who will speak wisdom, Lord God. We ask for your hand to be upon them, that when they make decisions, they, they do not make them lightly that they take every opportunity to seek you, to, to look to you, to look for godly counsel and wisdom in making the decisions. God, we know that you have not brought us to this to not lead us through this. So that is what we trust. We trust in you and those you have placed in authority over us. Lord, we love you and we trust you with everything that we have in the good times and in the difficult times. And as we are seeing our nation grow from this on the leaders of our government, we trust that you are going to continue to impart wisdom upon them. We love you in your mighty name. Amen. Good afternoon. I'm John Butler from Covenant Life Church here in Bremen. I'm going to be praying for the U.S. military. Father, we bless your name today. We thank you for the privilege of coming to you in prayer in public. We thank you for the men and women who, uh, have, who are proudly serving this nation all over the world. God, we thank you for their commitment. We thank you for their sacrifice. We thank you for their bravery. Lord, we pray a hedge of protection around them wherever they are and however they serve. Lord, we pray for every branch of the military, for every job. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would just give uh, all of them wisdom, that you would give them understanding, that you would give them uh, courage and purpose. Lord, that you would help them to know that they are surrounded by people at home who love and appreciate and respect what they do and, and who are lifting them up in prayer. Lord, I pray because, because I know through experience that no person serves alone, that families are called into military service. And Lord, that, that as my son gave three years of his life to the military, we also gave three years of our lives as families. So Lord, I, I lift up families today with those who are serving, that you would bring strength and comfort and peace to them as well. Lord, they miss them. They are worried about them. And Lord, I pray that you would fill them with courage, fill them with peace. Lord, fill them with love. Somehow, God, connect their hearts and their spirits that they're able to, uh, to be with each other as best they, they can in these difficult times. Lord, there are men and women around the world who are, uh, who, who are having to stay on base. Their leave has been uh, revoked. Lord, many of them, their reassignments have been delayed. Some of them uh, may, have, may have been forced to stay in places that they didn't want to stay. Maybe their tour has been extended because of the pandemic. God, we just pray your strength and your peace and your courage to, uh, to all of these uh, men and women and their families. God, we pray for their mental health. We pray that while they serve and when they are discharged, God, we pray for the active duty and the veterans, that they would get the care that they need, that they would uh, be able to be surrounded by uh, this, this uh, scaffolding of support. And Lord, that we would treat our veterans in a manner in which they deserve. 
Lord, we just pray your blessing, your protection, uh, your love, your mercy on uh, each and every man and woman in uniform today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I'm grateful to be here with you today. My name is Mark Stroud. I'm the pastor of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center here in Bremen, Georgia. I'll be praying for you, praying with you about media and the arts. In the book of Nehemiah, the fourth chapter, we see where Tobiah and Sanballat were both sending out negative reports, false reports, open letters saying that Nehemiah was doing things that he was not. And he refuted all of those claims. He declared the truth. And that's what we want our media to do today is to declare the truth. And we'll be praying against the lies and the hypocrisy and the fake news that's going on today and asking the Lord for truth. Today I also have with me my shofar. And Nehemiah told them, whenever you hear the blast of the trumpet, come to this place for the Lord will fight for us. So the last thing I do after I pray is blow the shofar. And we're telling the Lord, come to this place, come fight for us. So Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we, we ask for truth to be revealed through our media. Lord, that your word will be spoken. Lord, we declare, let there be light. We as the body of Christ declare the light of God to shine throughout the media, throughout the news outlets. And Lord, wherever there is fake news, Lord, let it, let it be like idle tales, like lies. And Father, we pray that your people will, be, will not be wrapped up in fear, not be wrapped up in worry or confusion, but that we would all know that Jesus still sits high on the throne and his precious blood still covers us and keeps us safe. Father, we pray for our arts and movies and entertainment. Lord, it seems like they have all strayed away from the path of righteousness. Lord, we do pray for godly entertainers, for godly movies, for things that will glorify your name. And Lord, we pray that we as a body would not be wrapped up in the world, not be wrapped up in the fears, the chaos, and the confusion of the world promoted by the media. But Lord, that we would stand firm in our faith and conviction to the Lord Jesus Christ in all things. So Father, we ask you now, in Jesus' name, as, as humbly as we know how, Lord, deliver your people from the fear, from the chaos, from the panic. Deliver your people. Lord, as written also in the words in the book of Psalm, Psalm 91, we declare that no evil shall befall us, neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. And Father, we pray that even as we blow the shofar, as the trumpet is sounded, may your people rise up with a holy conviction and declare what thus saith the Lord. We love you, Father, and it is in the mighty, majestic name of Jesus that we pray. Bless you. My name is Felix Moten. I serve as pastor of Word of Truth Christian Church here in Bremen, Georgia. And I stand to pray for our businesses and all of our business leaders and entrepreneurs. And so if you would bow your heads with me in a word of prayer now. Father, we thank you right now for this time. 
thank you for life, for health, and for strength. And God, just for things being as good as they are. And Lord, we lift up all of our businesses, all of our leaders, all of our entrepreneurs that are responsible for the businesses that we are right now over and the ones that we are in charge of. And God, we thank you for those individuals who have um, reached out in, in their entrepreneurial efforts and created opportunities for others to work and and Lord we just thank you God for all of those individuals who serve in these capacities Lord we ask right now God in the midst of this global pandemic when many of them God are having to find new and creative ways to do business and many of them have had to close their doors during this time Lord we just ask God for your wisdom and we ask for your providence Lord we believe God you're able right now to provide in all of the midst of these things that we're dealing with and Lord, we're reminded of the scripture, God, in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where it says that we are to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you and you will direct our paths. Father, right now, we feel that challenge to trust you when, when it seems so dim and the, the ways God seems so uncertain. Now, God, we have to trust you. Those of us who have been in church, those of us who have read your word and we've been in prayer, God, this is the time where the rubber meets the road. And we ask for your strength, God, to trust you, God, in times of uncertainty. Lord, we ask you, God, to just walk with us. Bless every business. Bless every entrepreneur. Bless every person, God, right now who is who's responsible for other people having um, modes, of, modes of income. And, God, when it, when it seems so uncertain, God, we know that you have us in the palm of your hand. We bless you. And, God, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the mighty and majestic name of the Lord Jesus that we do pray and give thanks. Amen. Good afternoon. I'm Dwayne McManus from Poseville United Methodist Church, and today I'll be praying for education. I want to begin with a couple of pieces of scripture, just cherry-picking around. In front of me is a banner. For those of you that can't read it, I'm going to use it today. Those that are with us on the radio from 2 Chronicles 7:14, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. In 1 Thessalonians 5:17, very simply, Instruction is given. Pray without ceasing. In 1775, the Continental Congress allocated time for prayer in forming our new nation. Over the years, there have been calls for a day of prayer included by President Abraham Lincoln in 1863. On April 17, 1952, President Harry Truman signed a bill proclaiming the National Day of Prayer into law. In 1988, President Reagan amended the law, designating the first Thursday of May each year as the National Day of Prayer. The National Prayer Committee was formed in 1972 in the United States. It went on and created the National Day of Prayer Task Force. According to the Legal Information Institute, the President shall issue each year a proclamation designating the first Thursday of each month, excuse me, of each, the first Thursday of May as the National Day of Prayer for the United States. 
So folks, with all that that I've already read and referred to, I have a couple of questions for us to consider. Not the answers, but just the questions. You have the answers. Have we, honestly, have we, God's called people, humbled ourselves? Second question, why do we, the greatest country in the world, have to have a day of national prayer? Let us pray again. Lord, the giver of all wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, we pray today that campuses of all education all around the world, and especially those in this country, like this one that we are gathered on today, we pray each would be filled with your glory each and every day that they are in existence and operation. Father, as stated in Proverbs, we know the fear of you, the respect of you is the beginning of wisdom, and we pray for every student, young and old alike, every educator, we pray for them, the beginner and the seasoned. We pray that they have reverence for you and have a relationship with you in prayer and in spirit so that your glory will be seen. Lord, we pray that all of our campuses will be protected from evil. And we ask that each learning institution be a safe place to learn, to grow, to perform, and to mature in your likeness so that the world can be seen through them. Father, we pray for the Christian clubs on all campuses of learning, that they be afforded the opportunity for prayer, both as groups and individuals. Father, we ask that these clubs be allowed time to study the word through the Bible and strengthen their understanding and wisdom. We pray that these clubs exist only to glorify you and only you. Lord, we pray especially for the decision makers of the school and the learning institutions of such boards of educations and trustees and the likes, that they are disciples of your word, spirit and wisdom led. We ask that you be in every conversation and every decision that each of them makes so that those who look on and inspect the work that they do, that they actually see you in those decisions and actions taken. Father, we pray today for the administration of each school and school systems and educational systems. We ask for strength for them. We ask that you lead them and allow them to have principle Christian values in all situations. We pray for their strength. We pray for their integrity, their intestinal fortitude, their decision-making, and their day-to-day -day leadership skills that they represent and reflect you and your love and your direction and your wisdom. Lord, bless us. Lord, keep us. Direct us. Protect us. Guide us. Lead us. Lord, humble us. Lead us, fill us with your Holy Spirit, that we may go into the world and glorify you. It's in your Son's holy name, Jesus. Amen. I'm Herman Parker from First Baptist Bremen. We're praying for the church. Let's bow together, please. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the body of Christ, for the church of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for loving the church and laying down your life for the church.
thank you for the blessings on your church through the years and through the ages. And thank you for the promise you've given to the church that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the Lord Jesus. We are glad that there's no power, no principality, no kingdom, no dominion, no virus that will stop the church of the Lord Jesus. We acknowledge that we have been moved out of our comfort zone to do worship, to do ministry, to help people in ways that we have not been able to do before. And so we thank you for these opportunities and we thank you for touching lives through this time that we've been together. As we anticipate coming back in our buildings to worship you soon, dear God, I pray we'd return with a renewed vision, with a renewed zeal, with a new excitement, with a new commitment, not only to be faithful and true to your word, but Lord, to share the gospel of Jesus in Bremen and in our county, in our state, in our nation, and around the world. Dear God, I pray that the glory of the Lord would fill our places as we come together for worship. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Herman. My name is Marcus Merritt, and I have the privilege of serving the Georgia Baptist Churches as the Director of Church Minister Relations. In Ephesians chapter number 6, after a long segment on the family, the, uh, the Apostle Paul, under divine inspiration, closes this section like this. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. I'm here today and I want to pray in closing for the family. May we pray. Father, we pray for the families that make up our community. As we approach Mother's Day, we pray for our mothers. We pray that you grant our mothers an extra measure of grace during these days of shelter in place. We pray that they have patience, strength, and endurance. Father, we pray for our earthly fathers. We pray that you would grant them grace and endurance. We pray that you would grant them a means to provide for their families. We pray for fathers and mothers who are out of work. We pray that you would make it possible for them to return to work shortly. Lord, we pray for our children and our grandchildren that they be not panicked or fearful during these days. We pray that our parents and grandparents would use this time to teach their children how to pray and what it means to trust in you, O Lord. Father, I pray that a family altar would be established or it would be strengthened in every home. Father, we pray for the leaders of our local community. We pray for Mayor Sewell and for all of our elected officials. We pray for our first responders and for our medical workers. Lord, we pray that you would grant each of them an extra measure of grace and wisdom. And finally, Lord, we pray for an end to this pandemic that we're currently experiencing. We pray for those who are infected to be healed. We pray for our medical workers to be protected and for a vaccine to be discovered. Lord, may we learn from this 
just how fragile life is and just how long eternity is. And Lord, I pray that in this time we would turn from our sins and trust you, Lord Jesus, alone to be our Lord and our Savior. For your word teaches us that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And it is in your strong name, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Let me thank, on behalf of Mayor Sewell, let me thank each of you for attending today and thank each of you that are listening by way of the radio. We also want to say a, a very big thank you to AM 1440 for broadcasting today's day of prayer. And I'd like to again say thank you to Mayor Sharon Sewell and thank you to all of the pastors and the churches that, uh, that were represented here today and that participated. Thank you all. May God bless you. May God bless our country. And may God bless Bremen, Georgia.